This is season one, episode three of The Frog's Bog. This is the case of the Zodiac Killer. I'd like to mention a slight trigger warning for mentions of murder. Hello and welcome to all my guys, gals, non-binary pals. I'm your host, Nova, and this is The Frog's Bog, the podcast where we go over some of your favorite mysteries. Today's case still confuses me no matter how much I research about it. This is the case of the Zodiac Killer. Let's get right into the story. This time, I kind of want to make it a little more, bit more casual, and I'm trying a little bit something new with my mic. Anyways, let's start with the basic information we know about the Zodiac Killer. So, of course, all of season one is unsolved cases. What especially makes this case very weird is the fact that um, there's only seven confirmed victims of this killer. However he had previously claimed 37 different victims. Now, there's a lot of different weird parts about this, but it happened between the 1960s and 1970s, and he sent the the press ciphers. He never sent the police ciphers. He only ever sent the the press ciphers, which I always found very weird. But of course, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, We will also be talking about the closest suspect to being the zodiac killer and yeah let's start off with the possible motive and or background so in the letters zodiac had sent there was a mention of the world's deadliest game which was found out to be a book so this book um was said to have influenced zodiac killer and it talked about a man who hunts um, wild game, like animals, but after getting bored of hunt, easy hunting and just the same game over and over again, he decides to begin hunting humans. So he hunts humans because he considers them the world's um, deadliest game. Now, the letters um, incorporate this idea throughout the story, uh, but we'll get into that more after the killings. Now, the killings are very um, distinct, and there's a lot to go over. Um, the first victim was obviously unsolved, and it was way before Zodiac had been claiming anything. So the first victim was shot dead in their car on um, December 20th, very close to Christmas, in the year 1968. So, it was just this little couple of 17-year-old David Faraday and his 16-year-old girlfriend, Betty Lou Jensen. And they had been around Lake Herman Road in Vallejo, California. And it was just a really gruesome and bloody scene. Nobody really wanted to be there. No one wanted to see it. And it was just a horrible thing that happened. And since they had no leads, it was never solved until later. Now, the second murder was a couple on the 4th of July, and this is where things start to get really weird. So, it was uh, 1969 this time, and it was about in Blue Rock Springs Park in Vallejo, California again. Um, And the victims were 19-year-old Michael Riolet Magu, I don't know if I'm saying any of these names right, and... um, 22-year-old Darlene Elizabeth Fernan. Now, after this killing, it is said that 
uh, Michael survived. But things were just really weird. So Darlene um, is said to, like, she knew the main suspect of the Zodiac Killer, the person they thought was the Zodiac Killer. Um, and I believe she was also married. I had seen some sources that said she was and some that said she weren't. Um, that's actually a very common theme within this because there's so much information on the Zodiac Killer. However, I don't really know. Um, so if she was married, that would also give a, a motive for death. So they could have thought maybe it was like a husband or something that was jealous. They were She was cheating. Um, so they were shot to death in their car. So uh, I believe Michael was actually shot um, in the in his neck, in his head, things like that. Um, and they were left. And then when they heard when the killer had heard um, Michael groaning, he came back and shot him once more. So the reports um, of earlier and the reports from Michael said that Darlene was acting really suspicious. Like she was scared of somebody nearby. She was scared something was gonna happen. And uh, we'll get into it later, but the main suspect did have quite a few really weird connections to Darlene. Now, moving on to the third murder. The third murder was on September 27th, 1969 at Lake Vanessa um, in California, I believe. And this couple was out just picnicking next to the lake, doing their fun little things. And, um, they were college students, they were Pacific Union students. Brian Hartel, um, age 20, and Cecilia Shepard, age 22. Now, um, they were said to have been approached by a man in an executioner's suit. So, a full black leather-looking suit with a hat, um, and a hood, uh, sunglasses these kind of things it was also had said kind of like a bib that had a symbol which was a circle with a cross through it now this is a very fam- famous symbol for being the zodiac killer's symbol so it's not surprising that they would have mentioned this now uh he had approached them with the guns so they had believed that they were being just threatened and robbed at gunpoint but it had just escalated very quickly during uh, the process of tying them up, um, the killer had explained that he had escaped from a jail um, and said something about Montana, and it was found that he had escaped by um, shooting a guard and stealing the car to escape from Mon- a Montana prison. Now, he tied them up hog style, which I, I hate. It's just such a dehumanizing way I know killing is dehumanizing and all that, but just the way they did it, I just, I can't imagine. It was so horrible. Um, what happened was, well, hog style is when they tie your, um, hands together and your feet together and they tie them together, almost how you would roast a pig. And it's, it's just really gross and a horrible thing to do. Now, um, after that, after they had given their keys and their money to the killer, they had been stabbed repeatedly um, on the back and on the stomach. Uh, They had been found. um, By that time, Cecilia was already dead, and Brian was holding on to dear life. 
So some people had said that he had survived, and then other people had said that he hadn't. So I'm not 100% on that. Please don't hold me to that. However, he had told them everything that had happened. That's how we know all of this information. Um, and later, when they were found, uh, they had the dates of all of the previous murders. And this one, the date of this murder, as well as just saying with knife. It also had that same symbol that was on his jacket, the circle with the cross through it. Now, of course, there was another murder. This wouldn't be a serial killer without multiple murders. This one was a lot more simple, however. So it was on um, October 11th, 1969. So it wasn't a whole lot like of time away from the original one, which is kind of scary if you think about it. Anyhow, it was a cab driver this time. His name was Paul Stein, and he was the driver of the cab that the Zodiac Killer had apparently um, been in. So he was going for a specific place, but the for some unknown reason, the cab driver had pulled past the place that he had wanted to be at, and uh, I guess he didn't like that. Um, and when he had pulled over, uh, he was shot in the back of the head, um, which was obviously a killing shot. The killer had allegedly gone into the front seat to do something, take his wallet, take his keys, take a strip of fabric from his t-shirt, and uh, left, just walked away. Now, this was seen by uh, three teenagers from their bedroom window. So they had, can you imagine the trauma of watching this all happen? It's insane. Now, um, later when they were doing a like search, they kept going around. They were looking around the neighborhoods, and the police had originally been told that it was an African American male, which of course was incorrect, as we know that the Zodiac killer was white and was considered to have auburn hair. Now, um, to so these police had seen this man in everything that they had described, except for the fact that he was white. And so they slowed down to look at him, but they never stopped him. And so he had just been chilling in a park, um, I believe, not too far away. And that's just... Uh, I find that so sick. Um, and that is the most of the known killings, known victims. That is all seven like victims that we know have been um, from the Zodiac Killer, despite the fact that 30 others have been claimed to have been done by the Zodiac. Moving on to the letters and the ciphers. Now, the press actually received all these letters, like I'd said, and they had received 18 different letters, different threats in them. Um, one of the threats was that they would kill 12 more people uh, if these letters were not publicized. Uh, one threatened to blow up a school bus and, and I quote, take out the little kitties as they come bouncing out. So, that's pretty rough. That's not very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm laughing about this, but it's it's just so sick and weird. I don't know how else to feel about it. Now, these letters also had contained a total of four ciphers which two have been solved. One was very recently, and the other one was near the beginning of the cases. These didn't really say a whole lot about
about the actual killings. They just kind of stated things. They were like, hey, 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 look what I want to do. Um, some of the things that were in the letters that I think are very important to note are the mentions for the fact that he wanted to kill humans because it was the most dangerous game, which also brings us back to the book, right? Um, another one was that he wanted to kill people because he believed that in his afterlife, the more people he killed, the more slaves he would have in his afterlife, which I, I'm not really one to talk about afterlife. I don't know a whole lot about that, but that just seems so wrong and so incorrect um, from any perspective, really. So he had believed that he was going to, he doesn't fear death because one day he will have killed enough people to have a plentiful amount of slaves. Ew. Um, that's the, I just, I can't comprehend what was going through this man's head as he's going through this. It just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, let's begin talking about the main suspect. Now, I I sighed there on purpose because it just, the way things were set up, it didn't make any sense. Um, from what I know, I don't know the names and I don't know exact details because it's so hard to find and this podcast would go on for hours if I did and I'm trying to make it a decent amount. <laughs> so the main suspect uh, through most of it was Arthur Lee Allen. So just keep that in mind as we talk about this. When they start first receiving these letters um, to these different uh, newspaper companies, one man in particular, who I believe was a cartoonist, like took particular like interest in it and was like, yes, like I need to do this. I need to figure it out. And he just kind of got overwhelmed by it and engulfed himself in just these facts and trying to figure this out while still working as a cartoonist at that place. Now, the cops had about, once it had been more publicized, they had about like 2,000 people calling in, claiming to be the Zodiac Killer, claiming to have tips on the Zodiac Killer, which really no one actually did. They went through a ton of writing analysis, all of these things. They had found different... Um, forms of evidence they'd found desks with similar writing and similar things and it 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 just it was so all over the place and so confusing it didn't make a lot of sense to them they were so confused it took them an extremely long time to ever come to a solid conclusion and the case had actually been dropped after a while um although some cops still tried it there was one particular cop I remember uh, reading about. I don't remember his name, but he was convinced that it was Arthur Lee Allen, uh, with good reason, because when we talk about Arthur Lee Allen, he was just a really weird dude. So the story behind him is that he had been um, fired from his job at working um, at a school. I don't recall what he was doing, whether it was... Uh, driving a bus or just working there in general but he had been arrested for touching and molesting the children that worked at, that like went to the school which obviously that's that's a that's a horrible crime who the fuck can do that 
pardon my language, but what the heck? Nobody, just the idea of touching small children is so gross. I know that even in, like, prisons, that's not even accepted. That's horrible. Now, that's just the first little bit. With him, they had uh, actually gone into his apartment with a warrant or his trailer, and there was um, two guns, two pistols, handguns, and a rifle, as well as very similar windbreakers and clothing towards his. But it was also found that his trailer was disgusting. It was filled with rodents and all of these really nasty things that you wouldn't generally have in your house. Another thing with him is he did know Darlene. He was friends with Darlene, uh, the, one, the second female victim. Um, and he was described to not really be a party person. He would show up to like get-togethers in suits and just sit in the corner. He would constantly gift her things. And he went by Lee, which is very prominent because... In one of the um, ciphers, he says he goes by Lee, but that's not my real name. And when I say Lee, it's spelt L-E-E, whereas his middle name is spelt L-E-I-G-H. Now, uh, later on, we do find out that during an interview with him, that he his favorite book growing up was that same book, The World's Deadliest Game. Which is very weird, because that was one of the ones that was quoted in these things. So, if you're connecting the dots like I am, you you, you start to think that it's him. Now, if you know anything about the Zodiac, it was um, a watch brand, which had the exact same symbol and the exact same name. That's the only place that these two things had shown up together. And this man had had that watch, and he had had the book with him he did writing samples but it didn't match quite uh he was ambidextrous he could write with both of his hands um many people believe that it wasn't true because nobody can write that pristinely with both of his hands but he did mention that his um teachers tried to make him write with his right hand now when you just just put everything together you're like there's no way this guy can't be it but unfortunately they don't have enough evidence to properly say it's him um, and one really odd thing with the Zodiac Killer is that he would threaten people that he knew were working on his case by just heavy breathing. He would just call them and breathe, which led them to believe that it was like an older man that just, it was really weird and didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, and just the fact that he probably had said that stuff about the children because he had recently been fired, um... And it was just, it was a whole ass mess. Now, uh, he actually was about to be put on trial. They were about to interview him once more uh, and try him for the murders under the claim of the Zodiac murder. And he had actually died a few weeks before, I believe, uh, from an alleged heart attack. And everybody had said that they had, the weird uh, breathing noises that he they had been receiving just stopped. Which leads to another possibility that it could have been him. The cold hard truth is that we may never know who the Zodiac Killer is. We will never know who is behind these heinous, gruesome crimes. 
And it just it makes me sick to my stomach knowing these families and these possible other victims will never rest peacefully knowing that this horrible person could possibly still be out there. Through this, he is most likely dead, and that is a very good thing for the world. We don't need any more people like that roaming this planet. Now, may those victims all rest in peace, and may their families finally find peace in knowing that Zoticular will never return. Let me know how you think uh, the Zodiac Killer got away with everything and other thoughts about him. What's your opinion on this case? Do you think Arthur Lee Allen was the killer, or do you think it was somebody else? Do you think the Zodiac Killer was just made up by the press for more attention? Let me know what you believe, and make sure to follow me on Instagram at frogsbog, and on most podcast sites, including Anchor, which I'm recording this wonderful um, podcast on, and on Spotify. Make sure to check out it wherever else you may watch or listen to podcasts, as well as stay safe. Love y'all. Have a great day. This has been episode three of season one of The Frog's Bog.